Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Good Risings, I'm Liz Earnshaw, and this is Hash It Out. This week, we are talking about one of my favorite concepts, which is turning towards. I've talked about it before. And we're going to dive into the different ways that this can play out in our different relationship systems. Psychologist Yuri Bronfenbrenner introduced a model called the Bioecological Theory of Human Development. It's a very fancy name that in brief means that he believed we can't understand the development of a person without looking at the ecosystem that surrounds them. This includes family. This includes other systems as well. Our friends, our romantic partners, our neighbors. This influence then moves outward to the relationships we have with bigger groups like our workplace, our school peers, our place of worship, and then further out into other areas impacted by society, cultures, norms, values, laws, and rules. Strangers. We have experiences with people in all of these ecosystems that sometimes benefit us, they feel good, They improve our self-esteem. They help us to feel connected and safe. And sometimes we have experiences with these different groups where we feel left out, disconnected from, turned away from, turned against. Regardless, we're influenced by them all. And we can be powerfully influenced by people and groups, even if they're not in the nucleus even if they're not the closest family members, the closest friends. The other day I was perusing Twitter, I was scrolling, and I found a tweet from someone from the handle at Emily, which is U-H-H-M-M-I-L-Y. And I think their name is M. And this person wrote, I remember years ago, I was crying in my car at a traffic light and the girl next to me saw and mouthed, it's gonna be okay. And I still remember that to this day. Wow, I hope that queen is doing well. This is the power of a stranger turning towards. This person who wrote this tweet wasn't making a conscious bid for connection, however, What's really interesting is one theory for why we have tears is to demonstrate to our social system that we're having a hard time. So our tears are like a naturally built in attempt to connect. And so this person is crying and having the natural reaction of tears. And the person next to them who is a complete stranger mouths, it's gonna be okay. When I read this tweet, it made me remember a personal story. I remember I was a teenager and I had 
just gotten terrible news. I was driving in my car, I was going to a friend's house and someone called to tell me that my very, very dearest friend's mother had just died in a car accident. And I remember hearing the news and I think I just hung up my phone and I called my mom and I was sobbing and my mom had a panicked reaction and she was crying and she's saying, no, no, that can't be true. And I was just so upset. I was really crying. I had to pull over into a gas station parking lot and I was sobbing in my car at that gas station after receiving this phone call. And as I'm sitting there, absolutely alone. You know, nobody is there that I know. Don't know what I'm going to do next. I can't drive because I couldn't see through my tears. A woman walked across the parking lot and she mouthed through the window, are you okay, honey? And just talking about this is actually bringing up tears for me. And she said, do you want me to sit here with you? Is there anything I can do for you? And at that moment, there wasn't really anything she could do. My dad was going to pick me up. And what could anybody do in that moment? I was just devastated. I needed to cry. And I told her it's okay and that they could go. And I didn't really make a ton of eye contact with her. I didn't converse with her. But I'll never, ever forget how kind and really courageous it was for that person to come up to me in that way. And I'll always think about the fact that they might not know that I still remember them to this day. I mean, this is decades later and I still remember them coming up to me. I actually still remember the person's face and how sweet that was to do that. And maybe this person doesn't know how appreciated they are because I didn't accept their offer. I couldn't even really make eye contact. I did. I deeply, deeply, deeply appreciated it. And so this is a good reminder that even if an offer isn't accepted, even if your response to someone's conscious or unconscious bid isn't accepted, that sometimes it still really touched them. And so I want to encourage you as you're listening to first think of a kindness from a stranger that you still remember where they responded to your bid, your need in that moment for emotional connection. And I want you to think of a time you did that for someone else. And I want you to assume that even if that person didn't give you all the thanks, I'm sure they wish they could give you now, that they might have felt similarly how you felt when a stranger extended kindness to you. And if you want to be really inspired, you can actually go to my Instagram. I posted about this a few weeks ago, so you have to scroll back, but you can find the post where I reposted what the person said about their traffic light experience. And there are over 300 stories in the comments of, you know, people sharing moments where strangers were there for them in these pivotal ways that they will never forget. And the stories are so beautiful. So I really encourage you to go read them. I'm Liz Earnshaw. You can find me on Instagram at Liz Listens. Thank you so much for being here with me today on Good Risings. We love to hear from you. So please take a moment to leave a review. Until next time, love on your loved ones. And when that gets hard, tune in to me. 
to learn how to hash it out. We have some exciting news. You can now search more than 700 Good Risings episodes on the new Fathom.fm app, the podcast player from the future. Go to fathom.fm slash good risings, ask questions and hear answers directly from the Good Risings podcast. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio.